Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Daly, and we're continuing to talk about the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we're going to continue with the letter H. H. And we're going to be talking about honor. H for honor. Honor is something that I'll honestly say in this day and age, uh, people have almost forgotten the code of honor, like honoring people, honoring your word, honoring, you know, your purpose, honoring God. There is such a disdain almost, it appears to be, for honoring others outside of honoring our own selves. And I want to, first of all, define honor. Honor means high respect or great esteem. It also means an adherence to what is right or to a conventional standard of conduct. Honor is also a regard with great respect as in honoring someone else or fulfilling an obligation or to keep an agreement. Our God is a God of great honor. When we sow honor into our surroundings, into our world, everything around us begins to elevate. There is a dimensional shift. We live and operate on an entirely different plane when we can understand and rightfully apply the law of honor. When you honor, you shall be honored. Whatever you sow, you shall reap. When you honor, when you respect, you in turn are respected. When you honor someone with your word, you in turn can expect others to be the same way in your life. Not everyone, but you will attract that which you sow. And if you sow honor, you in fact will attract honor. Romans 12 and 10 says, be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another. And what does that mean? That means in regard to, in respect of, in um, having a desire to honor that person because we are one or we are of the same faith or we are of the same. First of all, we're human. So honoring our brother, our sister, our neighbor is very imperative. And we're talking about getting out of a bag because oftentimes we don't understand why certain things are happening in our life. Could it be because we refuse to honor the things that God have placed before us? Ephesians 6 and 1 verse verse 1 through 3 tells us children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth now I know there are different situations, scenarios where people grow up in households and in situations that are not not necessarily healthy. It it could be a place where maybe the parent is going through a whole lot and the child feels justified in being dishonorable. But I'm here to tell you that your job is not to rectify your parents or to to, uh, chastise your parents. Your job is to honor them. And when you honor your parents, your mother and your father, irrespective to what they have done to your life, I guarantee you the promise, which is stated here, says life will go well with you. 
It doesn't matter. Even though they've done wrong, they've done bad. I'm not saying that you may, you stay in a situation um, that is detrimental and is going to destroy or kill you. But even after you've been removed from that situation, there's still a way to honor. There's still a way to honor. And so and even in your honoring, I'm telling you, it's like heaping coals. It when when you're nice, when you're giving, when you're forgiving, when you're loving in a situation when others know that they have not reciprocated that love or done that for you, somewhere along the line, it's like a seed you sown into their life that the Lord will bring forth in due season and cause them to know that they have wronged. And even if they don't ever say it to you, you've done your part by honoring. You can never obtain what you don't honor. If you don't honor people, if you don't show forth respect, if you don't show forth kindness, if you don't show forth love, if you don't know how to give, if you don't honor these things, you won't receive them. You can never possess what you speak against. So if someone is doing great in life and someone is 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 moving forward and doing mighty things and great and prospering, but you have a negative mouth, a negative thing to say about them and anybody else that is superseding what you're doing, you can never possess the same thing. It's a law. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he reap. If you sow great things, if you sow honor, if you sow respect, if you sow um uh joy, if you sow peace, if you sow unity, you'll reap these things. But if you sow discord, if you sow negligence, if you sow uh, malice, if you sow jealousy, these are the things that you will see repeated in your life. And we're talking about honoring. Honor. If you can't sow the seed of authentic celebration for someone who already has what you desire, you won't reap the type of harvest that you desire in your life. You won't res- you won't reap that very thing that you're jealous of. You'll never taste it. I'll give you an example. How can you truly expect others to show up for you genuinely and be excited for your wins when you can't manage to do the same for them? If you're contentious, negative, and jealous during their season of triumph, what kind of harvest do you expect to reap when it's your turn? If you're being fake and phony to others, how can you expect anything else but the same fakery, the same phony seeds of celebration to show up in your life when it's your turn? You can expect a harvest of seeds that you've sown, but you can't expect a harvest of seeds that you have not sown. You cannot. You can't sow dishonor and expect honor. You can't you can't go in the yard and and plant or go in the garden and plant apples and expect apples. Um, You can't expect oranges if you plant apples. Let me say that again. You can't expect oranges if you went out and you planted apples. That's the same. If you sow dishonor. You can't expect to reap honor. If you if you went out and planted seeds of discord in people's lives, of dishonor in their lives, in their celebrations, in their happy times. And then often we wonder why, oh, they just can't be happy for me. They're jealous. But check, have you honored? Have you honored your obligations? Have you honored your friendships? Have you honored conversations? Have you placed seeds of honor in other people when they've made accomplishments? 
These are things we check if you if you really want to look. And that's what getting out of the bag is about. It's about looking inside, checking ourselves first before we look at everything else around us. We have to look within, get that thing within us clear so we can see clear and step up out of this bag. If you want genuine friendships, you must sow and honor genuine friendships. If you want to be in a healthy marriage, you must honor marriages. You can't say, I want to be married and I expect all of this this greatness with my marriage, but you don't honor the vows of marriage. If you want lasting wealth in your life, you must honor the processes necessary to obtaining it. If you want physical health, you must honor your body by giving it the things necessary to obtaining it. If you want godly wisdom, you must honor God and ask, and he will give it to you freely as you seek him. Whatever you neglect, you will never, ever be able to make it grow for you. I'll say that again. What you, what you neglect or what you dishonor will never grow for you in your life. You must honor the things you want to see flourishing in your life. What you honor is what shows up in your life. If you want to see prosperity in your, in your life, then you must begin to honor the things that will lead you to prosperity. If you want to get confusion and in, 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 in all of these things that are pulling you back, you have to get rid of all of that and begin to honor the purpose of God for your life. If you want to come out of the bag of lack, you have to honor things that would bring abundance into your life. If you want to come out of the bag of anger, you have to honor what brings you joy. If you want to come out of the bag of frustration, you need to honor what brings you peace. If you want to come out of the bag of confusion, then begin to honor what brings you clarity. If you want to come out of the bag of fear, then you should honor what builds your faith. And what do I mean by honoring it? I mean, pay attention to it. I mean, show respect to it. I mean, make it a priority. That's what honor means. You're making it a priority. You're giving it a preference over the latter things. Very, very important that we understand that we need to begin to honor, put honor back in our lives so that we can begin to experience the heights of what God wants to do in our life. Second Timothy Verses three, one through seven. I know that's a lot, but I'm going to read the whole thing. It says, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. 
Such women are forever following new teachings, but they are never able to understand the truth. Is this not the times that we live in? People are more consumed with honoring their desires, their lusts. They're they're consumed with, with making themselves look good. They're consumed with being prideful and boastful. They're disobedient to authority, to their parents, to teachers, to anyone that has a symbol of authority in life. They don't want to hear that. They're unloving. They're quick to be unforgiving, just cut off. They're quick to slander. All of these things are dishonorable. And what does the Bible tell us? It says that because they, 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 they are so vulnerable because of this dishonor. They're vulnerable and they're burdened with the guilt of sin because of what they're controlled by their various desires. And we see this every day. We see this every day. And then so because of that, they follow this teaching, that teaching or whatever, anything that is hot for the moment, they'll go with that because they haven't learned to honor, honor God, honor themselves, honor the word, honor what the purpose and plans of God are for your life. One of my mentors taught us that if you go back and you study the Ten Commandments, they all had to do with honor. The first four are about honoring God and the rest of the six are about honoring our family and mankind. Yes, let's let's look at that. Exodus 20, verse 1 through 4, we're going to do that first. It says, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. What is he saying there? Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth below. He's saying, thou shall have no other gods before me. You must honor me. Honor God. Honor God. And then it goes on to say, starting at verse 7, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Again, honoring God. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Verse 8, remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. Again, honoring God and honoring the request of God. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. That's a way that we honor God. Um, Verse 12, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Honor, honoring our mother and our father. Verse 13, thou shalt not kill. What does that mean? Honoring life honoring mankind, honor life. Verse 14, thou shalt not commit adultery. What is that? Honoring marriage, honoring your spouse. Verse 15, thou shalt not steal. What is that doing? Honoring your neighbor, honoring business owners, honoring our fellow mankind by not stealing. Verse 16, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. What is that? Honoring thy word and honoring thy neighbor. Verse 17, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. 
Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Come on. Honoring thy neighbor. That's what that means. We should not dishonor others. And so the Ten Commandments can be summed up by honoring God, honoring our parents, honoring our neighbors, honoring our marriages. It's all about honor. And if we can get back to honoring people and honoring institutions that deserve honor and that have been placed there to protect us, then we can see ourselves getting out of the bag. These behaviors against greatness. I'm going to wrap it up by giving you seven areas to ensure you're showing adequate honor daily. Seven areas to ensure you're showing adequate honor honor daily. Number one, honor God. Honor God. Deuteronomy 6 and 5 says, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. You're honoring God. And he said, if you love me, you'll feed my sheep. What is he? He says that three times, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. This is how we honor God. We love him with our whole heart, with all of our soul, with all of our might. And we feed the sheep. What, are the, what, what does that mean? That we so honor into our fellow brother and sister, that we so honor into the kingdom of God, that we so honor. And we tell the truth. We tell the truth. Number two, honor yourself. Honor yourself. Second Timothy um, verses 21 to 22. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, clarity, peace with them that call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. Sanctify yourselves, honor yourself, purge yourself, be who God has called you to be. Don't get wrapped up and tangled up into what society is calling you to be and to what everybody else is doing. Honor yourself, honor your purpose, honor what God has given you. Number three, honor your parents. Deuteronomy 5 and 16, honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee that your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. When you honor your parents, honor them, honor them. It doesn't matter what they're doing, just honor them. Even if for whatever reason you've been pulled out of the household, don't allow yourself now to dishonor your parents. When I say dishonor, put your mouth on them. Don't just let it go. I know many people are hurt by things that their parents have done, but don't you know that God Almighty knew what household you were being born into? Everything that is happening in your life is happening to bring something forth out of you for the purpose of God. That household you were brought in, birthed the ministry, birthed the business, birthed the idea, birthed the thing that made you say, I don't want to see anybody else to go through this, so I'm going to do this. That thing that you 
feel was crushing you was bringing the anointing out of you because the anointing can't come without the crushing. Hallelujah. Honor them anyway. Honor them anyway. Number four, honor your fellow man. Honor your fellow man. First Peter 2 and 17. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Honor. Honor, honor your neighbor. When I say your neighbor, that's people on the street. Anybody you see, pay honor to them. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be hateful. Don't be spiteful. Just, I know you may not know the person, but somebody, all they needed was that smile. Someone, all they needed was for you to hold the door. They dropped it. They, they had too many bags in their hand. Something fell on the ground. Help them pick it up. It's, it doesn't cost us anything to honor our fellow man. Number five, honor your word. Honor your word. Ephesians 4 and 25. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Honor your word. Don't allow yourself to get into petty gossip or talking about things that you don't know. Just speak what you know, the truth of God, the thing that's on the inside of you, stuff that you've witnessed with your own eyes. Say what it is that God is saying. That was something I love that Jesus told the Pharisees one time. He said, there's many things I could say about you, but I only say what the father is saying. So honor your word. Watch the words that are coming out of your mouth. Respect the words that you speak because the power of life and death is in the tongue. So what you say, you are literally, the Bible says that the power of life of death is in the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So whatever your mouth is producing, that's what you're going to have to eat in this life. That's what that's going to be your harvest. So it's very important that we honor our words, we watch our words, we 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 do what we say we're going to do. Number six, honor your responsibilities. Very important. Honor your responsibilities. Galatians 6, 5 through 7. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. First Timothy 5 and 8 says, but if any provide not for his own and especially for those of his own house, he have denied the faith and is worse than an infidel, meaning he's worse than a believer. You have to accept your own responsibilities, women and men, whatever it is that decisions that you've made in your life, there now has to be a response to the things that came as a result of that. And that is your responsibility or your ability to respond properly. We must honor our responsibilities. Don't throw them off or say, oh, well, my mama going to take care of it. My daddy going to take care of my uncle, my aunt, my friend. No, my husband, whatever you're responsible for, you need to, we will all stand before God individually and have to answer for the things that were put into our care. Honor your responsibilities. And number seven, honor your purpose. Honor your purpose. Ephesians 2 and 10 tells us, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. God already has predestined greatness on the inside of you and I. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
When we begin to honor the purpose of God, oh my God, when we begin to honor the thing that God has placed in our hands, we will begin to see the manifestation of all our desires come into a fruition when it's in alignment with what God has given us to do and we begin to do that thing. Let me tell you, what appears as success in man's eyes and God's are often two completely different things. You could build astronomical wealth and influence, but if you did it outside of God's purpose for your life, you have failed. Why? Because what would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You can build a mega ministry that leads millions to the cross. Yes, they will be saved and God is glorified. But make sure in the process of it all that you are being authentic and doing what God has purposed you to do, not what you decided you wanted to do for him. Remember, he has not changed his mind. He has a plan for your life. And my desire today is that you honor it. I want to thank you so much for listening in to this podcast. Father, I thank you for your son, for your daughter, that you will begin to stir up honor in them like never before so that they may begin to reap the harvest of honoring the things that you've placed in their lives. Father, I thank you that as we begin to honor mankind, honor our parents, honor our purpose, honor our fellow man, honor our word, honor our responsibilities, and most of all, as we honor you. Lord God, we will see a brighter world, the one that we've been praying about, the one that we've been believing for, the one that you have predestined for us. And I thank you, Lord, by honor, we shall truly see it. We give you all the honor, Father. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise in Jesus matchless name. We worship you. Amen. I want to thank you again for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, I pray that you will share it with someone else that needs to hear it. Remember, our goal here is to get out and stay out of the bag. God bless you. I love and appreciate each and, each and every one of you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.